episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 38, and this is the podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Just a friendly reminder, every kid's different, and so are we. So please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who's almost three years old. And every week we have a group of parents that join me, and we discuss all kinds of fun stuff. Um... Uh, as always, we have regulars and one of our regulars. Actually, I'm just going to officially call it, Matthew. You're one of our regulars now. Yay! So <laughs> You've been on I, the show a number of times. Matthew I, Peterson from Major Spoilers yeah. is back on the show. Hi, my name is Matthew and I'm a parentaholic. <laughs> um, I, I have a, a t- 10-year-old who is a type 1 diabetic and has a huge attitude. And uh, she insisted that... This time I had to rap on the show. So I'm the K-I-N-G to the C. You come to see me and you pay a fee. So that's lovely as well. <laughs> Sometimes she's very bossy as well. Well, you know, we, we like to make our kids happy. That's true. She and loves the, the Beastie Boys. She oh, does she? telling me how, how much she loves the Beastie Boys because we were <laughs> listening to something. And uh, Weird Al Yankovic's parody, it's a style parody of the Beastie Boys, came up. She's like, I've never heard this Beastie Boys before. And I'm like, it's Al. And she's like, oh, well, at least he picked a good group to make fun of. <laughs> That's awesome. And then, of course, we have the wonderful Eric Mahler. Hey, Eric. Hello. hello. How are you? Oh, good. Good, good. Uh, and hello, uh, hello, Matthew. How are you? Hello. You're just not going to introduce, just in case we have new oh, listeners, we always no, introduce ourselves. No, I'd like to stay mysterious. Mysterious. Mr. No, Mom. Hanging out in the in the shadows in his Batman Sorry. cape. No, I forgot. I'm just, I was uh, daydreaming. I'm Eric. Uh, I do a show called Mr. Mom Daily. I have a seven-year-old, almost eight, this weekend. She'll be eight-year-old, named Colette. Yay. And uh, the... Uh, one and a half year old named Thaddeus. Well, it has been a while since you've been on the show, so you're out of practice. That's I think, right. right. I need to yeah. get back in the game. Yeah, and uh, just at the top of the show, we want to dedicate this uh, episode to one of our new Nerd Parents supporters, Mark. Uh, I hope I say this right. Jervis, is that you think that's right? Look, well, is it Gervais? Yeah. Gervais. Mark? I, it may be Gervais, but. Yeah. Well, thank Jervis you, Mark, for being one of our new Nerd Parents supporters over at NerdParents.com. We can't. He'll be the one guy who pronounces it Gervais. Gervais. <laughs> it's because of you, Nerd Parents supporters, that I'm even here. Because <laughs> I would be in bed right now. <laughs> well, uh, we have a we have a great great show. Uh, or at least I hope <laughs> we we like to do things like ups and downs and what we've been doing and what's been going on in our lives. Uh, I also have a toddler translation from. Uh, uh, Adam and Sky. they've sent a clip in and we have some family game night and some solicited advice so um, so as far as ups and downs I'll kick us off because I've been dealing with something that I think a lot of parents might I mean not all but some because I put a tweet out on Nerd Parents and I said I'm dealing with um, regression of potty training so we went through a period where Mateo was completely potty drained and it was great. And then he started a new school and he was good for about a week. And then just, he didn't care. 
Like he would, he thankfully he would go number two in in the toilet and he would say pop, you know, poop and got it and he went. Mm-hmm. But for number one, he would just pee and he would play. He would. He wouldn't care that he was wet. It didn't phase him at all. And it's nice I, and warm, you know. It's, I it's guess. <laughs> but we, I was having this situation where I'm researching, researching, you know, what what to do when your kid just doesn't care that they're wet. And I, I went. We went through. I think we went for about a month of just. I tried the potty watch. We've talked about the potty watch on the show. And didn't do it was it was a waste of money. <laughs> I mean, he he linked it to the sound. He would hear the sound and he go potty. And then I would go, you got to go. No, <laughs> I'm like, crap. Dang it. And I just tr- I was just trying to get him to learn, not necessarily force him, because that's the last thing you want to do is force yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So um, we had. My big up is the fact that we had a breakthrough. I tried a method to where I wanted him to understand what was happening when he went pee. Um, Because I just think he went and it would just soak up in his clothing and it just wouldn't connect with him. So uh, we had a three-day weekend um, where he was just naked the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) And my sister did something similar. And we brought his portable potty into the living room because the other thing I think was happening, he didn't want to leave his play area to go all, I mean, because the, the, the bathroom is uh, far from where we are in the living room. So I, ha- I think he was getting upset that he would have to go all the way back. So I was just wanting to make it positive. So no underwear, brought the little potty in. And we just kept doing it. And whenever he would pee, it was like, it's right there. He's peeing on his favorite book. (laughs) (laughs) And and I hate that it happened, but it was like, he wanted to read the book. I'm like, buddy, you peed on it. It's ruined. And we can't read it. It has to dry. (laughs) Now now I'm like trying to avoid this pee book. Because <laughs> it wasn't sister, ruined. I was just going to say, my sister Lindsay did a similar thing. She just let her boy run around naked for a while so that he would notice. Oh, what's this coming out right. the front of me? Right, right. I better, I better do something about this. Something to be done about that. <laughs> and that scene, and that that worked. And it took a while. I, I say this all the, with Mateo. Just because I, I start one thing, I won't see the results of doing that one thing for three to five days. And that's it took about five, five days to a week for him to finally kind of start getting it. And now he's actually actively telling people at school, pee pee, pee pee, which he never did before. And we're not having any accidents at school anymore. The kind of accidents we have is he went to go to the bathroom and he couldn't get his pants down. So that's about, he's still, yeah, so I'm just so happy. And I was, cause I was so frustrated cause we would, I would dread, like, I would just kind of go open the, the, under the sink drawer at school and I'd see how many and be like three. And I'm like, oh buddy, like, I don't want you to be the PP kid. Now over (laughs) this weekend, uh, what kind of flooring situation do you have? We have, is this hardwood? Um, we have tile and carpet. Okay. And one of the best okay. investments we made was getting a rug doctor from Sam's Club. Oh, it was yeah. expensive. It was expensive. It was three hundred dollars. 
But we, between our dogs and our child, (laughs) Mm -hmm. have used the heck out of that thing. And it's Mm -hmm. paid for itself time and time again. So, yeah, we had accidents on the carpet, but Mark would clean it up. I would instantly, as soon as he was going, I'd run him to the to the potty. Um, and then I, I started asking him every single day, where does pee-pee go? The toilet. Where does poo-poo go? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm waiting for him to respond. That's so awesome that, it, so, that he's doing so well. I can't, yeah. He's and he's not better. even three yet. I mean, he, That's I was, impressive. yeah, I was just. Like, go, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're learning. You're learning. So that was my big, big up. And I I wanted to to mention it because I had asked for advice on on Twitter. And a number of people were like, oh, my gosh, yes, we've we're either going through it or we've gone through it. And uh, it it can just be a frustrating experience. So it is is a common experience. Yeah, I think that does help knowing that it's relatively, you know, I don't want to say normal because I hate the word normal, but it's something that happens to a lot of people in a lot mm-hmm. of places. So, so yeah, it's not worrisome. So I'm happy. Right. Um, so Eric, how about you? What's been going on with you? It's uh, been a while since well, we spoke. I don't necessarily have much of a down uh, unless you. Well, uh, Thaddeus has been kind of getting. He's still struggling with staying in bed at night, getting him down for sleep. Yeah. When we were doing so well for so long, and then he had some regression, and we're still working through that. Um, and that's all really there for the down, just dealing with that. But the up is uh, something I'm very excited. Like I had mentioned uh, mentioned earlier, my daughter is turning eight this weekend, and we're going to have a birthday party for her this Yay. weekend, which is um, I'm really looking forward to. Did she We've pick her been... theme, or is it just yes. a yeah? Yes, she picked a theme. Her theme was robots, which nice. is, has been nice. fun. So um, we've been I've been working on these little robot decorations. I'm drawing a, a big robot on a poster board for pin the gear on the robot. Nice. Uh, we've got, oh, uh, you know, like happy birthday with gears and robots. We're going to make robot cupcake thingies and robot this, robot that. And Did you hit Pinterest for all your robot ideas? We, we poked around, yeah. We oh, my Google God. Pinterest r- is ridiculous. Like yeah. for ideas for Halloween and all that stuff. And I have to be careful because I get in there and I get into like a Pinterest, like a spiral. Uh, yeah. Right. Where yeah. I'm just like, never Ooh. Come out. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. And yeah. So, yeah. But no, that's, uh, that's been my up is that I'm, I'm excited for Colette to have fun. This is the first, uh, birthday party that we're having for Colette that has been only, uh, for, her friends so we're not inviting family over this time it's just like the kids her age um so there's gonna be like a half dozen kids that are seven and eight year olds in my house uh and i think i'm gonna have to block off some of the sections of the house to keep them out um and it's (laughs) gonna be chaos here yes yes uh, oh. uh, it'll be crazy, but it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun. I'm excited. Because That's what you're telling yourself, at least. No, I, I am genuinely <laughs> excited because I know how excited Colette is, and I can just already tell she's going to have fun. She's going to have her friends over, and she's going to feel great, and it's going to be great. Oh, so that's my up. Robots. Robots. Yes. Robots. How about you, Matthew? What's been going on? Well, in my way, my up comes out of a down, and my down comes out of an up. So I got that going for me. Um, look at a doctor about that. Yeah, well, it happened. <laughs> I'm over 40. It's not the same. But um, a few months ago, actually, I guess. Well, not quite a, two months, I think. My dryer 
tacked out on me. And we haven't purchased a new dryer, which means that on Sundays now, we actually go to the laundromat. And for a while, this was an entire family affair, and that did not work. So what it has come down <laughs> to now is the laundromat trip has to be a, a, a specifically targeted laundromat attack. But uh, this Sunday, Widget and I were sitting in the laundromat, and she was drawing, and I was you know, texting various people and sitting on my phone. And she's like, Daddy, I'm glad you don't hate the laundromat anymore. Because the laundromat can be very frustrating. You get in there and there will mm, be people who, yeah. you know, they want to touch your stuff and they bump into you. And I have this thing where I love everyone in groups of six or less. <laughs> uh, everyone is a wonderful person so long as there aren't, like, a bunch of them. Now, it, it, you get over it and it's, it's clearly a crowd, I'm okay. But when it's, like, nine or ten people and they're, you know, bumping into you and trying to steal your baskets and basically in your personal space... That's when I start, you know, wanting to throw Dusty Rhodes elbows. So, I'm with you it, there. Yeah, it, it's nice to have that. To where, first of all, I know what we're doing. I know how much money it takes. We know how to get in and go. And it's it's a thing where I hand my wife the money, she gets the money. I go straight to the industrial washers and I load the big mothers with everything it'll take because that's that right there is an hour off my laundromat experience. And then we get out and we go and we have ice cream because. Frankly, I think we deserve it. <laughs> but my down, my down is still actually kind of a down. It is a huge heartbreaker. I was uh, futzing around on Yom Kippur with my phone, which, um, long story anyway, and all of a sudden it throws this thing that says SD card, and I try to push it, and it says blank SD card. Oh, no. And this, this is the micro SD card that I've had in my last four phones. It has... Literally 10 years of pictures on it. Oh, no. Uh, Widget's first day of kindergarten, the last five Christmases, all of the pictures that I have taken for the last four years. And so I go and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll, I'll put it in the other phone. No. I'll go to the computer. No. And I, I, I'm checking around on the Internet and they're like, well, what you do is you do a quick format and you go and you use this awesome program to recover images it won't format. Oh no! It oh, does no. not recognize it, and I'm sitting here, and it's it's did you literally. Not back, did you not back it up? I don't have complete backups. No, I have backup, but I don't have backup of everything. So I'm going to tell you about this thing called Dropbox. <laughs> but, but my phone is where I always am, and I have. It my doesn't phone matter. You I can just, back up. So what I, have I do? Of something. You plug your phone in. Yes. It automatically syncs to Dropbox. You keep your your pictures on your phone, but you have them in the cloud. I know, but then the cloud can see my pictures, and <laughs> who knows what's in there. I mean, there's stuff on my phone that the cloud doesn't need to know about. <laughs> You're gonna have like <laughs> my phone. Goes Reddit, like Reddit's this, gonna release um, Matthew Matthew pictures for <laughs> <Exactly>. Chan. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, the four Chan people, if they come after me, oh. First of all, they're going to regret it. But I, I think the people who regret it most will be the viewers. But it's entirely possible. It's, I, I have not given up hope. I have contacted my local camera shop, and they say they have a thing that they can try. Mm. And then and the, I also spoke with uh, the local Best Buy, the people, and they're like, well, in some cases, if everything else fails, we can actually send it and they can extract information from it digitally 
and it destroys the card. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's oh. my last case. So, Oh, my gosh, I, Matthew. Yeah. I know. I hope, I hope you can get that off. That's the worst. Well, Every, I, had a, I learned that lesson the hard way as well. I had a hard drive full of photos and stuff. Uh, it just, and then it just, ever since that thing died, tragically, I've been backing up in several different ways in several different places. Mm. And, and I have backups. The thing that we do every Christmas, um, in the holiday season is we make a CD of the year and then we send it to the grandparents and the, the people and you can see widgets year. So a lot of the pictures do exist. Then you know, there's just stuff on there. It's Nothing that will ever be, like, destructively heartbreaking stuff, but it's like Christmas mornings and, you know, Aww. ridiculous things that happened at work. Yeah. And, you know, the year that we had an actual girl sitting as part of our Halloween decorations and people would walk by and then she'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was kind of fun. Oh, uh, seriously, I, I am a big fan of Dropbox. I pay for the pro level. Mm-hmm. And you get a terabyte of space, and it's just the way it syncs, and it's just so nice. And I keep my one password in there to where it's an encrypted file. And the terabyte is the dinosaur with the wings, right? That's right. <laughs> that's the, one. the dreaded terabyte <laughs> stops our, the internet. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what our Those kids are the would ones call that, it. Uh, and then Fred would pull his tail, and it'd be time to go home from work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, I mean, because you can, you, w- with Dropbox, you put a, um, what is it, the two, two-factor two authentication, so mm-hmm. yeah, it you sends can. it to your cell phone, you get the code, yada, yada, yada. That would so, be cool. Yeah, so. Retro- at, retroactively. At, at least get the basic one, which is free. You get two gigs, gigs of space free. Which is cool. Yeah, and you can and try it out. Try it out, set up the two-factor authentication. Give it a give it a try. I feel for you, Matthew. That hurts. I understand. Uh, that's a that's, bummer. Well, you know, no no pictures of my childhood exist, so it's it's kind of tradition at this point. <laughs> uh, speaking of like old photos, I have a ton of photos. Uh, when I visited my father, um, I didn't realize he had all these old photos, and I and now I have like a a project that I want to do, which is to scan all these old photos. Right. Yeah. And I'm just looking for a way to make it easy, but the, I'm, there's just no easy way to do this. It other than just hiring somebody to do it for <laughs> me. But Don't I have, a, have those ones where you can just stick it in. Like it's um, like a fax machine almost. And it just rolls it. I, I don't know. I didn't think so. I mean, I've I, seen something like I've that. I've seen them, but I think those are the spendy ones. I don't know. Probably. We had like I mean, a I know, flatbed scanner that was enormous, and you could put like five or six. Things. And that's what I do. I, I have a flatbed. I just put them down, and then I crop them and and do it that way. Yeah. But I know they do that for like the um, the net the receipts. They're it's called like neat receipts or something like that. Yeah. The, yeah. Maybe. So that's I don't thinking of, think it's I don't. that high quality. High of quality if they do it because I can't oh. imagine because you want a flat surface and right. you don't necessarily. I mean, when you're scanning things in. It could get all janky and yeah. probably not as uh, great of resolution on that, too. And yeah, that's you're that's the right. thing. If you want them to look good, you kind of have to do the time-consuming, mm-hmm. one-at-a-time method. Ugh. But yeah. So that's one of my to-dos, one of my many to-dos. And then Mark recently came across um, 
old video of him when he was one year old at Christmas. Uh-huh. And he was the most adorable little kid. He was so cute. Is it what, like on a VHS tape? Um, it was, uh, it was, I guess it was eight millimeter and then, oh, wow. and then put on VHS and then the VHS to DVD. Oh, so nice. it's, it's gone, um, through a number of formats, but he's never seen this video. And then there's a video of him and his brother. His brother's uh, 13 months older than him. And I think it's his Mark's first birthday and his brother blew out his candle. Oh, <laughs> so he texted his brother. He's like, you jerk. You blew out my candle. <laughs> When we one time found uh, my daughter's ultrasound video that was on a just a VHS tape, we wanted to save it digitally, but we didn't want to take it to a place, and we don't have right. a machine. So I just played it on the TV um, and recorded it with my iPhone. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it wasn't, like, great quality, but it's not it exactly exists. a picturesque view we're looking at. Mm-hmm. It's just an ultrasound. So, you know, we captured it well enough, and I now think, I have it. I think it's amazing how documented – um kids today are i mean yeah i i yearn to see how i was at one year old like i would love to see old videos uh they don't exist i mean my mom has some pictures but that's about it and as a i remember as a as a kid um my mom had a like a filing cabinet box it was like a metal uh, box and it was all the pictures were in there and I almost every single night would pull that box out and just look at pictures I mm-hmm. just I loved it as a kid and it's funny to see Mateo do something similar but he want it's all digital so mm-hmm. he wants to be at the computer he wants to be at the iPad so he just goes through and watches old videos and he'll <laughs> get into some of because we've when Mateo was born I I had a C-section, so I couldn't see him. So Mark went over, took the iPhone, and took video of him, took pictures of him. So we have all these. Now it's kind of painful to, to go back and go, wow, he was so tiny. and right. um, But he he watches those, and I'm like, oh, buddy, <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's you. Colette so, does that, too. Yeah. She, we have some videos that I've made of the when all of us were a little younger, and it just she loves to watch them. Yeah, it's it's a fun, weird thing now that yeah. kids can do. Um, when Widget was like four, her imaginary friend was Baby Molly. Oh yeah, from the pictures and the videos. Oh, so her imaginary friend was herself. That's funny. And she's like, "Oh, this is my imaginary <laughs> friend," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." She's like, "Just like the picture of the living room." I'm like, "You know, that's you." She's like. No, that's a baby. That's a baby. Yeah, they can't connect. Yes. That's them. explaining yeah. to me like I'm stupid. That that's a baby. <laughs> that's a baby. That's she not me. Silly dad. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not that small. Speaking of imaginary friends, did did either of you have imaginary friends growing up? Not that I can remember. I don't remember either. But my mom tells me I had an imaginary friend, and I huh. named her name was Yuka. I'm like, huh. where where did I get that name? Yeah. It's a cool oh, name. That's, that's just the ghost that lived in the house. You yeah, right. <laughs> but she I said I played with her. Speaking, uh, I had imaginary friends of actual people that I wanted to be my friends. I was a sad little kid for a while, Aww. but you know that that eventually goes away yeah. when you're nineteen or twenty. So. <laughs> it's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember my imaginary friend at all, but my mom. So apparent. I think it my imaginary friend went away when my brother was born and I was four years old when my brother was born. So 
around, I guess, Babies two... Babies scare off ghosts. Two, three years. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Ah, diapers, yeah. I'm out of here. But I thought it was so funny that I apparently named my imaginary friend after that song. My name is Yuka. <laughs> no. <laughs> I live on the second floor. <laughs> no, that was, that was Luca. That's horrifying. That was, that was Luca, not Yuka. <laughs> that song is terrifying anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move over to some uh, toddler translations. We haven't done these for, for a while. And we have, uh, we have one from Adam and Sky And... He says, hello, nerds. Thought you might like this little recording of our 18-month-old Theo counting with some help. Cheers. Love the show always. Um, I just want to say I was really happy they sent this in because as I was prepping for the show, I was just kind of, I'm just over, I'm overwhelmed with a lot of stuff right now. But as soon as I listened to the clip, I was, it just brightened my day up. So I hope this brightens your day up. It's adorable. So here you go. Here's little Theo uh, counting. Uh, with Adam. Oh, I, I'm terrible with soundboard. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so look, the other one, two, three, four, five, Cute. I'm like, oh, just maybe if you're listening to this, you're not smiling. You're just Something's you're wrong with cold. You. You're cold. <laughs> you can almost like see the way the kid looks just from the way he's saying that. Yeah. Like, what? You can, what? I don't know. Yeah, Widget used to do that. It would be 12, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 20. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo did something similar. He would he would go up teen, up teen, up teen, up teen, up teen. Because <laughs> they all sound the same. Yeah, yeah. You're 14, 14, 14, 14, 20. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move over to some family game night. Uh, this is anything that brings our family together. Um, apps, board games television shows, whatever, uh, any, any kind of fun stuff. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the last show, but we have actually been doing a bit of an iPad um, purge. No, no. And that's not the right, right word. Cleansing, I guess. <laughs> Where we're not the purge. The purge. The cleansing. The cleansing of the iPad. <laughs> These are all horror movies. <laughs> so, so as as most of of the listeners know, I am a I'm a big fan of the iPad and the apps. Um, but we decided to just kind of do a little experiment because we've been having some sleep problems, and somebody's like, uh, "Oh, we." I think it's probably because you know he has access to the iPad. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be open minded. And we'll try it. We'll just kind of, you know, hide the iPad for a while. Honestly, if he doesn't see, if Mateo doesn't see it, he doesn't really even think about it. The oh. only time he wants it is when he wants to look at pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, uh, I have that service Groove book where I take all of my photos from my phone and I actually have them printed out 
for $2.99. Oh, yeah, I did that. And so I have all these little books of pictures. And so I just give him those books and he looks at pictures in there. Um, And so that's kind of because I've we've been doing this for about a week now. And I've not seen any difference in his sleep. <laughs> like I said, it usually takes five five days to a week for me really to see the effects of something that we're trying. And there's been no change. In fact, he's getting up earlier. Um, so I don't... Oh, man. Perfect. So I'm not too... I just wanted to, to try it and see, you know, you like to... you As a parent, you like to think, oh, you know... We, we don't know the effects and every kid's different. We always say this, I think, you know, it's possible that um, the, the iPad might be stimulating him too much. But then again, he also knows like he knows his colors. He knows his alphabet. He knows his letters or uh, his numbers to, to, he can, he can't count to a hundred, but he knows a hundred. Right. <laughs> you, know, you go, how many pancakes you want? 100 <laughs> 100 pancakes so so i don't have any apps for for you um but we've been doing a lot of just general kind of play he's re- been really into play-doh lately we've been doing a lot of play-doh um he likes those little miniature animals have you seen these little miniature animals they i got them at michael's they're like teeny tiny um oh you know what i think I have seen those. I was I've been at Michael's a lot recently yeah. for birthday parties. They have like tubes of them. They're like yeah. tubes of safari and tubes of dragons and dinosaurs and yeah, all I've kinds. seen those. Yeah, they're fun. So and they're like little tiny. He likes more things now that are uh, the size of that can be uh, fit into his hand. So right. be careful because some. Sometimes those also fit into the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read a really... I, I, I know I speak from experience here. It can be a problem. Yeah. I read a really great article in a magazine that I now subscribe to called Brainchild. Mm-hmm. And the article was about um, a woman's daughter sticking a googly eye up her nose. Oh, Wow. <laughs> And it Could was, you look up there and see the eye looking yes, back? Yes, yes. And oh, it was really, great. it was a really well written, funny story. And she's like, <laughs> and, it, and she's like, it's not even like it was a small googly eye; it was a big googly eye. How did she get it up there? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and the dialogue between the child and the mother about the googly eye, and yeah, it was it was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> Can you close uh, your eyes and still see down? <laughs> I have to look for the the article and put it in the show show notes because it's a really funny story. But it it's funny that you say that, Matthew, because it was that article that I was like, oh god, I hope he doesn't stick anything up his nose. <laughs> yep, I, I did that when I was maybe six or eight, and I did clearly you? remember. Yeah, and I didn't tell anybody because I was afraid to tell them. And it was—it felt like forever, but I'm sure it was like two or three days. And it came back out, and I'm just like, "Oh, what but was I, it? What did you one stick of my up?" Most vivid memories of childhood. I remember where I was in the house, which house it was, what was going on around me. My vivid memory of the relief when oh. the thing finally came back out my nose several days later. So, what was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> That's, yeah, this, that part, that wait a minute. Part is Very vivid important. memory does not re- translate to. I don't remember the actual. Object. It was a, vi- a vivid emotional imprint, <laughs> but the actual item itself unimportant to that particular bit of it. <laughs> this is this is the way memory works. <laughs> Googly eye. 
googly oh. eye at nose. <laughs> That's so funny. Then you now go to your own laryngologist, and they're like, no, this is wrong. I'm yeah. oddly tempted to put something up my nose just so I can feel the relief later on now. I know. No. It's, it's totally <laughs> worth it. I recommend a 20 because then you get a reward, and you can go buy ice cream. <laughs> All right. So uh, how about you, Eric? Are you playing any fun games with Colette? Yeah. um, Well, she's playing two games in particular, and both of which were games that I had bought for myself. um, And now they're her games, kind of. But the other day, uh, I bought Tearaway on the PlayStation Vita. Oh, it's such a great game. Yeah, I bought it, and I've I've been wanting to play it forever. And it's like, oh, finally, I found it cheap. I'm going to get it for me. I'm going to play it. And I got like an hour of playtime and then Colette is like hey that looks fun can I try she's put like m- way more time into that I can't get my hands on it anytime <laughs> I try to play it she's like ooh the Vita's here can I play can I play the Tearaway I'm like I fine sure Aww. so she's been playing Tearaway oh, for that's those fun. Who, yeah it's it's super great for those who don't know it's it's made by the uh media molecule people they made little big planet mm-hmm. And you're this little papercraft uh, character. You can be a boy or a girl. And you run around this papercraft world and everything looks is very uh, – it's very kind of immersive. You can touch everything and move everything almost. Um, I, I don't know. How to, how to describe the game? It's difficult well, to describe. It's, it's papercraft. And the yeah. cool thing about it <laughs> is that you're, you're unlocking um, things in the game – that you can then make in the real world. Right. So you're you're unlocking a whole bunch of papercraft um, designs that you can print off. And I and plan then, to. Yeah. I plan to print out a bunch of those um, that Colette has unlocked, and then we can build them together, and that'll be fun. And it's all like little puzzles on, you know, how do you get to that area over there? Yeah, and it's all relatively mm-hmm. easy. There's not, not a huge challenge. It's more just like a delight. Like the time I got into playing the game, I was just delighted. definitively delighted uh just giggling and smiling at myself as i was playing this just charming as hell game uh and it's wonderful and it's great kids game too and so she's she's been playing that and the other game she's been playing is a a game called strong bad's cool game for attractive people (laughs) i have this game i love it i I love that i love that you're introducing her to strong bad yeah you're a great father yeah, well, I love Homestar. <laughs> I have for many years. And um, I recently put uh, Steam onto a computer that she can use. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I have a ton of games in my Steam library. I don't play all of them. Uh, you know, maybe there's some things on here she'd enjoy. And that was one that pointed out that I, I, I uh, struck out to me. And so she's been playing that. It's, it- you know... Point and click adventure game. You're strong, bad. You're walking around their little world and talking to the other characters, and <laughs> it's hilarious and it's simple and it's fun. She's she's really liking it. So, are you using the share feature of Steam? I, I had thought of setting it up, and then I got lazy, and I was just like, ah, I'll just log in on this yeah. computer. Yeah, it is a little janky the way that they've set how you have to set that up i probably should and maybe i will but at the i just i'm just logged in over there and so if she's <laughs> playing i'll just not play that's, on my yeah. computer and that's fine um oh i think i i read somewhere that strong bad's coming back oh yeah there's yeah. a brand new uh there's a brand new home star cartoon that got fish released just the other day yeah fisheye lens I oh it's so good or the day before at the time yeah of brand new cartoon and it's so it's for- out already yeah. Oh, out. I missed it. You should go. 
Yeah, it's so good. It's so funny. Oh, fisheye <laughs> lens. Fisheye lens. And it's a uh, Homestar, right? Yeah, homestarrunner.com. Okay, well, I win. Oh, you win. <laughs> if you're not, if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, you really need to check out homestarrunner.com. I I still have somewhere an old strong bad shirt that I've had for years and years that uh, is all faded and kind of cracked now, uh, but it's got strong bad on the shirt. <laughs> I, I are, love that's how shirts look now. They they yeah. buy them pre-stressed, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I had to do the work myself on this one. Emails, emails, gonna do the emails. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, Matthew. How about you? Anything anything fun going on? Well, I actually have two, and in keeping with my theme this week, the first one started as a thing and then turned into a completely opposite thing. Um, Widget has become enamored of the logo game. The logo? She, it's a game where they oh, put up yeah, a logo. I've, I've played this game. Oh, yes, yeah. they put up a logo, and she has to guess it. And when she's always been good at this. When she was very little, she started learning to read logos first. We were sitting in a parking lot, and I know at the time she could not read. I remember this being remarkable. She pointed and went, Walgreens. And she recognized the shape of their logo. So we were sitting there, and she's like, Daddy, what's the car that has four circles all looped together? Mm -hmm. And my first thought was, that's Audi. And my second thought was, did you ask permission to download this game? Because downloading games to your phone can only be done with permission. (laughs) <laughs> and the answer was no, and we got our phone taken away for several days. But <laughs> it was one of those things that it, it's fun to play mm-hmm. until, we, until I realized that I had to be parenty. Yeah. But she really loves that game. Uh, that's, uh, I think that's on her iPhone. I had one on my phone, and I had to get rid of it because I was taking up too much of my time with the logos, and there's way too many irritating people to text back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, a few years ago, I still have my N64 set up. Th- those two uh, clauses are not related. There was a dot, 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 and then I restarted. A few years ago, she <laughs> and I started playing Mario Kart on my N64. Nice. And she got really good at cheating with the blue shell. Oh. <laughs> so re- recently we got uh, Mario Kart, I think it's 8 for yeah. the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's- I play that too. Yeah, and it finally has a counter for that blue shell attack. Yeah, the horn thing. Yes, and I can oh. finally fight off the blue shell attack because she's a rotten, rotten little cheater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that game so much. Seriously, for a while, her actual strategy was get ahead of the other players, let me run out ahead, hit me with the blue shell just before we went across, and then vroom, you win. You're right. She would all she would concentrate on was beating the other characters, and I was always Wario, <laughs> because you know Wario, you gotta love. I'm Wario. gonna win. Yeah, Wario. I can't remember which game it's in. I think it's Mario Tennis, where Wario's taunt is literally "Hey, stupid!" <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 ever since that time, I've always had that deep affection for Wario, just standing there going "Hey, stupid!" <laughs> but yes, I, I'm really happy with Mario Kart Eight, and they have some really fascinating. Changes in the concept and that they, you can sort of kind of fly even. Yeah. Which I think is kind of neat. But right. yeah, it, it, it's definitely an upgrade. And the thing that really surprised me was I went and we bought Mario Kart for the N64 a couple of years ago secondhand. Mm-hmm. And you go, you go to the game store, secondhand games are $3, $5. Right. Secondhand Mario Kart was still 28 bucks. Wow. Yeah, that's a. That was the best price I could find. Wow. 
some of these were like 30, 35. One guy was trying to sell uh, Mario Kart 4 for 50 bucks and had people bidding on eBay. Wow. At 50 bucks. I'm like, I, I couldn't understand it. Well, a lot of those times, I think it's more for the, like the display case than it is for just to play the game. I think that if they really wanted to play the game, they'll find the cheap one. But right. a lot of those big those collectors, I think they want like the mint condition box, and they'll put it mm. in their display case next yeah. to this right. thing, and they don't. Well, it, yeah, they'll play. Well, they'll pay the big bucks. Yeah. We have several. Strangely, we have like four used game stores, which is really unusual because we only have like two new game stores. But for some reason, I went to all of them, and I went to the the vintage junk where they have like the used games, and they all it was like routinely three and five times what you'd pay for the hmm. other games. So, is there a place on? Because I've been thinking about getting an old NES because mm-hmm. um, mine broke a long time ago. But I was thinking about getting more into vintage games with Mateo because mm-hmm. I mean they're just a little bit more straightforward than. Because I, uh, uh, the other game that I forgot to mention, um, I got the Disney Infinity 2.0, mm-hmm. and that's just too much. Like mm-hmm, for yeah. him right now, moving around. Um, I played. We played the first one together. I should rephrase. I played the first one. He sat on my lap. He watched. <laughs> he watched. Yay! Um, and they're fun little games, but they're. You know, it's open world. You can do anything, move anywhere. Right. You can build stuff, and but I just, there aren't clear goals, and there aren't things that you have to right, do necessarily. Right. Right. Whereas, I, if I think he enjoys more straightforward, and I, I think that's some of those earlier games. I mean, they're platformers. You can only go one way, and that's the way you're going. You know, Nicole, if you still have that Ouya, I've heard it's a fantastic emulation device. Oh, I don't have it. I gave it to Dunaway. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I need to look into uh, looking into some I, vintage stuff. I know that there were NESs on sale at my local store in the three-digit, like, $100 range. Really? Yeah, but I don't know what kind of shape they were in. I don't know if they were fixer-uppers or burner-downers mm. or if they're just plug-and-play and ready to go. There's a lot, also a lot of um, third-party machines that run many different systems games. Like the, mm-hmm. I think it's the Retron or something like that where it, you can plug NES cartridges, Super Nintendo cartridges, Genesis chart cartridges into it. <laughs> And it just plugs into your TV. There's a bunch they of those. Find me oh, an look at this. That I can play Excite Retron. Bike. That's a sale right there. Yeah. I've never even heard of Retron. Oh, speaking of Mario Kart, uh, Matthew. Yes. One of the upcoming DLCs is rumored to be an Excite Bike themed level. Oh. Yeah. You are my new friend. <laughs> oh, this is so cool. Retron Five. Yeah. That one Retron. console, ten system, ten I want systems. It. This is awesome. Uh, I thought you'd like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> totally buy one. I'm totally going to get one. <laughs> Though the, control- one right now. the controller Jeez, is a little janky looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. the old game idea is a great one. I, I've i tried to get Colette into some old games from here uh, from time to time. And sometimes she really digs it. Mm-hmm. She's, um, you know, I mean, the, even though I was a little worried that having grown up in the age of fantastic 3D graphics, mm-hmm. that it would all look too dull and boring and old to her. But most of the time, she's like, no, this is cool and fun and cute. Kids love 
pixel graphics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, of, all of the kids at Widget School are wearing shirts with, like, Pixel Mario, and they, well, of course, they play the Minecraft. Too. I was going to say, it, it has that I think, same imagery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minecraft, I think, was a huge thing for that, uh, that style. Yeah. So, and you're, and you're seeing more independent games that use that pixel. I mean, we've played some really fun games. You don't have to have, like, the best graphics to have a great gaming experience. They, so. they have a Play Choice 10 at the laundromat, and if we get the drying done and have quarters left, we'll go and play the games of my youth, and Widget will play Time Pilot and Burger Time oh, and nice. Donkey Kong Jr. And she's like, these are so cool and retro. <laughs> and I'm like, child... I brought you in this world. Don't make me take you out. <laughs> Stop calling me old. I'm not that old. <laughs> uh, I meant to save with that uh, Disney Infinity 2.0, that one of the main differences that I noticed between 1.0 and 2.0. So with 2.0, there's they introduced all the Avenger characters. Right. And so I played with 1.0, I played uh, the, the Monsters, Inc. and the Toy Story um, I guess boards. I don't know. what. <laughs> um, and there was no like fighting or anything like that. It was basically you run around, collect things. Maybe you destroy a plant, um, mm-hmm. but you're not fighting enemies. Right. With 2.0 with the Avengers, you, you have a little gun now. Uh, Black Widow has a gun and she shoots. And so there's more, and there's bad guys now in mm-hmm. 2.0. So I thought that was a, a big difference between the two, whereas the uh, the one point it was very it was very very Disney and no bad guys in the environment. Um, uh, there was there was bad things in the environment to avoid or to destroy, but there was not like an actual person that you were fighting, kind of thing. So um, you, it's got a little bit of. An, a slight edge to it now. Yeah. Maybe? Well, I mean, it's Disney Infinity. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. it's still. I mean, you're fighting in with the Avengers. You're fighting like frozen bad guys. Like <laughs> I don't know the bad guys from Frozen. No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the the bad guys are like you shoot them and they break up like gla- uh, like a uh, like an ice cube or something. Yeah. I was. Uh, Gail Simone was saying, uh, let me pick that name up that I just dropped. Gail Simone was saying that she was trying to do the crossover between her 1.0 and 2.0. Does, did, does that actually work? I mean, stuff that you did in the first one, can you like reference your, your trophies and your tools? And so I, I don't know because I played 1.0 on my PC and I picked uh, up 2.0 for my PS4. Okay. Did you did you tie everything to your Disney account? I haven't gone through because I know I have a Disney account. I have all that there. I haven't had a chance to explore that on my PS4. That would be okay. nice because I mean it is a third party account system, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and PS4 should be able to to talk to that. I don't it's, know. I think it does because. Um, like every time I've gotten a figurine for Colette, like mm-hmm. one of those little deals, it comes with a little card and uh, with a code on it. Mm-hmm. And I put that code in in uh, on my computer, and now it's tied to my account, and I can just download it on my computer if I wanted and play with all those figures. Oh, cool! So maybe, maybe it, I don't know if it works. Yeah, I'll check it, it out. Check into it. Yeah. So, but it's it's a great. I mean, it really is, and I just think Mateo needs to be a little bit older in order to to get the most out of it. Right now, it's just him watching me play it. 
And then he gets I can't wait to get it for Colette because I want to play it too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's and move. You, you know, if oh. you have games like like that, you can you can teach the child important things without them even knowing it. Because we used to play Grand Theft Auto together when she was too young, but I would mm-hmm. only play things that would not offend her. So we would walk up and we would carefully, you know, open a car and say, "Excuse me, may I borrow your fine automobile?" You have to turn. <laughs> you have to. Turn the audio off and make sure you do not use any weapons right. during, during child mode. But you can still play the game. <laughs> you can make your own child mode. It, it works perfectly. Yeah. Well, we went, on, um, we went on Disney's website because I, I had to move my office computer into my bedroom. And so my office computer is next to my PC computer. And I'm sitting at, at the at the gaming table, and so Mateo comes up, and he's like, game, 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 like, buddy. And I have it hooked to my work computer. I'm like, I have no games on my work computer. So I'm like, how can I play a game? Oh, we can go to Disney and see what kind of game. Because almost every one of those sites, Disney, PBS, they all have, like, those Java games. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we went to Disney and pulled up Mickey mickey blender or something like that where <laughs> you're you're mixing a smoothie <laughs> mm. i must have mixed at least 50 smoothies i'm like buddy i'm done with this this is this is not fun did you feel like a smoothie afterward i just it was funny so yeah <laughs> that's what we did last night together i, I got <laughs> we, a mickey blender for my wedding mickey blender <laughs> yeah, we, re- we re-gifted it <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move over to some solicited advice. This is the point in the show where we get we we actually get a lot of emails from you, the listeners, and we try to go through all of them. So uh, we have a few here. We have one from Saska. Uh, she says, "Hi, Nicole. I was. Uh, I think this is reference to um, a discussion we had on a previous episode about um, having only one child and." Uh, debating to have more because I'm kind of in in that spot where we have one and should we have more? So she says, I was an only child and that was absolutely fine. But I see our sons have so much fun together and they learn so much too. And after a couple of rough years, uh, in uh, four years and no, no more than four hours of collective sleep, we now really have an easier time. They just keep each other busy. Help, uh, help each other, and even, to some extent, comfort each other. Uh, if I was younger, I'd try it again. Best wishes. So thank you, uh, Saska, for that. And I think that's kind of where I'm at, too. I know, I, I know it, would pr- it would be good for Mateo to have a sibling. Um, it's just I know we're going to have to go through that period of roughness. <laughs> that, but I, I don't think that can be the primary motivator for additional children if yeah. you want you know that I grew up with a lot of siblings but was essentially an only child because I was one boy in a group of girls oh and so you know my 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 grandparents kind of kept us segregated segregated that's a word that I just made up <laughs> kept, kept like us it. separated to where I you know I show all of the tenets and the psychological problems that come with being an only child but I always had my siblings, and I, you know, at, at forty-three, I think I speak to them twice a year. When I was young, you know, we never had those moments where I'm like, I really, I'm really glad I had hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my family, but I don't necessarily know that growing up with siblings would have, you know, it, it's complicated thought yeah. process thing. There, yeah. words hard, fire bad, treat pretty. 
but yeah, I, I, it's it's something that I you that's a heavy duty decision. My wife told me we're done with the one because frankly she was twenty four inches long and ten pounds when she was born, and I think, think that you know may have been an emotional decision, but still. At that point, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm kind of fine with that, and we're finding ways to try and socialize her and make sure she has family experiences with cousins and you know people that we can have that because she's not going to have siblings unless something really strange mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, that, that's a tricky decision. Um, we one of the reasons we had our second kid was for the reason we want Colette and the second kid to have someone in the house closer to their age to kind of connect with and i mean that wasn't the only reason we were you know christine's first pregnancy uh was that's my wife um sure it was not uh great but it wasn't like a terrible terrible experience so it wasn't she wasn't terribly stressed out about going through pregnancy again mm-hmm. you nicole i understand yeah. you if i remember right had a the worst. The worst. One of the right? worst. So yeah, that's it was be pretty a factor brutal. For you, not just. It was, I mean, it is a, a big factor, but I think for me, if I do decide to have another, it's going to be because I decided and I know what's coming. So sure. I'm, I'm mentally prepared for that. Uh, I may say something completely different when it, if it ever does happen. Be like, what why the hell was I, Eric? Why <laughs> didn't you talk me down? What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> um, it, it, it's a, uh, and I think a lot of people kind of go through that, especially if if um, it's hard to get pregnant because right. you're actively trying to make that happen and you're like am i doing the right thing and you know well that's kind of part of my point it's like as much as the having the sibling for all those reasons is definitely one thing to consider there's definitely yeah. a lot of other things too the yeah. the mother whether they can mm-hmm. deal with it the financing the blah blah blah, the blah yeah blah, blah, blah. so that's yeah. tricky it uh, is that's a tricky decision so we'll we'll find out. Only time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> write write down episode thirty eight, folks, because in episode one hundred and twenty seven, <laughs> when she says, "I wish we hadn't had five. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I I would be too old for five. <laughs> oh, you're never too old. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we also have an email from Mark. He says, uh, hi, Nicole and friends. A little background. My wife is a stay-at-home mother, and we have a -a two-and-a-half-year-old and and a five-month-old at home. Due to financial reasons, we decided not to enroll our two-and-a-half-year-old in daycare. Uh, My question is about the importance of socializing kids before they reach school age. Uh, Long-winded elaboration on question below. Um, we have noticed that our son is extremely shy around other kids. As soon as the other kids arrive at the playground and get too close, he will stop playing and just stand in one spot. He never initiates contact with the other children and is often scared when others approach him. We figure he's just lack, he, he just lacked exposure to kids since he has no problems warming up to adults. Uh, we, so we've started taking him to community play groups, but he would always return home with a cold. Oh, I know that feeling. Um, which is, which wouldn't be a huge issue if my wife didn't also have to take care of a baby that requires constant feeding and attention. Uh, any thoughts on this issue would be greatly appreciated. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Uh, wow, it's like you're you, That's... You, you're explaining my situation <laughs> with Mateo uh, because we did enroll him in preschool and he got sick 
I, just listen to the back to some of the episodes. I'm because I'm like the primary care- caregiver. When Mateo's sick, I'm sick. It just mm-hmm. always happens. And even when Mateo isn't sick, he's a carrier. I'm sick. Um, thanks for strep throat there, Mateo. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did something very similar too. He would be he's very open with adults, but on occasion especially at his old daycare, he would just kind of clamp up around other kids. Um, so do, do, do either of you have had um, similar situations? Well, uh, well go ahead. Mike. I, I have some experience, and I think that in a way we were you know, lucky and unlucky. Continuing with my mixed blessing theme today is um, Widget was seven months old when my wife returned to work. And so at seven months, she started going to a, you know, a daycare provider. Mm-hmm. And luckily for her, after one little misstep, it was the same daycare provider until she was almost seven. So I, I think that what it really boiled down to, and I have an outgoing show-off roller coaster wee child. So, I mean, if you would take her out in public, she will show off. She will sing and talk and she'll engage me and and ask me jokes and try and get the attention of the people around us. But going that young and, you know, getting to hang out with those kids, there are a couple of those kids that she met when she was a year old who still get invites to all the birthday parties who are are still her friends, you know, 10 years later. But in her case, I think that the socialization was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because she's fifth grade now, they change the classes intentionally. So they throw them around every year, so you don't have the same kids each year. They just did that with my daughter, and she was very upset. <laughs> yeah, she's been devastated every year when we see the classroom list, and then the first couple of days go by, and everything's fine. But it, I think it it did help her to deal with unusual situations and mm-hmm. new kids and things, and. It helped her, well, you know, she has very outgoing parents as well, so I'm sure that's a factor. But I think it did help her in this case, but it's another situation where it's, it's kind of a personal thing. You may have just a shy child, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with having a shy child. There's nothing wrong with, you know, the introverted thought process. You just have to be aware of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was, as a kid, I was extremely shy, um, in fact, I don't, I don't think I've ever said it on the show. I was fearful of speaking in public to the point where uh, when I made my college decision, I went to a college, I didn't have to do speech because <laughs> I was, I ah. was so afraid. Like t- it was, that a, sound it was, was me giving 18 year old you a hug. <laughs> yeah. I, it was crippling. And, um, just, I don't know. I had to, I had to work it out for myself and thankfully I identified one of my motivators was money. (laughs) So I took a job where I had to speak in front of people. And it was really, it was probably one of the hardest things I had ever done. Yeah. Well, and I had to figure (laughs) it out because if I didn't figure it out, I wouldn't have a job and I wouldn't have any money to pay bills and I wouldn't have a place to live. So like, these were all my motivators that I needed to work out whatever it was in my brain that, that crippled me with speaking. Um, so if you have a fear of public speaking, talk to me, I can help you get through it. <laughs> you do it. Well, I've seen you do it uh, at several nerdtaculars now and you're pretty good at it. I'd say. I will tell you this. Um, if you've ever seen me speak, it doesn't matter. I'm always nervous. 
inside, I'm always nervous. Um, and I think anyone that does public speaking is nervous, but they, they figure out how to harness that nervous energy in a different way. So instead of letting it defeat them, kind Mm -hmm. of you ride it the other way and you make it energy. So, I mean, as far, as far as, um, your little one, Mark, um, you're doing what you need to do uh, as far as socializing. I mean, you're going to playgrounds. I, th- that's what we do with Mateo. We have, um, since we live in here in Phoenix, there's a, it gets really hot. So you can't go to the parks in the summertime. So there are a number of indoor playgrounds that we go to. And um, every, the more you can get your child out. And, it, and I mean, even, I don't know if you have McDonald playground places. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed that some parts of the, country don't have those anymore uh but those are those are great kind of free places that you can get your kid to interact and things like that i think if you just give you more they are germ factories i know just lots of hand wipes (laughs) i i i carry a ton of wipes with me always so as soon as we're done i wipe the hands dunker and Um, hand sanitizer yeah well (laughs) they're not hand sanitizer um it's just um like the Clorox wipey thing. Yeah, well, it's not the Clorox ones, it, but it does have alcohol on it because I don't know. There's stuff out there about antibacterial that I'm just like eh, I don't need to. I've heard things about antibacterial that I just tend to just stick to more towards the the alcohol based wipes. That's, that's one of the pu- the plus sides of having uh, a type one diabetic child. We always have alcohol wipes on mm-hmm. hand. Yeah, hopefully, anyway. The one time you forget, child gets in trouble. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I will say, you mentioned um, always returning home with a cold. Our old daycare, I don't know if it's just they didn't sanitize this. St- I'm sure they didn't. I mean, it's a bunch of kids. But the problem was they had an open door policy where you could just drop in a kid that wasn't oh. enrolled. Oh, so really? he would be exposed to just random kids. And I think that was a big factor to how often he was uh, getting sick because now in his new his new school it's a much smaller classroom everything is cleaned every I mean and I've noticed a difference I mean we have not been sick uh, since he's been enrolled and I always get sick we usually have maybe a month break and then we're sick <laughs> so I've noticed a big difference so, yeah. And I know people are like, oh, you're building your immune system. I just don't want to be sick. I don't <laughs> care. I just, yeah. You don't need a built immune system. Yeah. I just really At don't two and a half, though, I would say that being aware of socialization at two and a half, you are, are doing really well, Mark. Yeah. yeah. You may be a little bit ahead of the curve for, for the child's emotional uh, development to, you know, to go all jargony, but... Uh, the the biggest concern that you want to have is there are times, and again, I, I don't give advice. I just, you know, deal in things that worked and didn't work. There are times when I was a kid when we were just kind of thrown at things and here, go do this. You know, my, my grandfather was a big throw them in the lake and they'll learn to swim kind of person. And some of the things that he really, really stressed that I had to go do, that I had to go learn to do, are the things that as an adult I have no interest in ever doing again. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is it is a balancing act. It's something yeah. you want to keep in mind. You don't want to push on it to the point where it, it becomes even more of a thing and, you know, the the shell builds and never talk to anybody. So, 
Yeah, lo- looking for activities that the kid connects with too, I think mm-hmm. is important. So Mateo loves to paint. And so he paints and then he shows his artwork off and that's what he likes to do right now. I'm sure next next month it'll be who knows what. <laughs> <laughs> painting the walls. Yeah, painting the walls. Oh gosh. R- writing on the carpet in <laughs> Cliff diving. Mommy, I heard this cool word on the family guy and I painted it on the side of the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thankfully un- uh, well no, not thankfully. Um <laughs> We, we only watch kids programming, so unfortunately, I just want to say to Netflix, hey, thanks for putting Teletubbies in your lineup. I really oh, appreciate no. that. They? Yes, they, they did. did. Watch out, people. I have like, good authority that Pingu eh. is, is terrifying as well. Pingu is okay. It's I don't cute. know what Pingu is. It's uh, a little it's penguin. penguin. Yeah. Huh. He's a claymation penguin who doesn't speak. He just kind of goes, Wah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he's not that bad. I have uh, friends like that. Teletub- <laughs> Teletubbies is a, a little disturbing. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's one of those things where you know, it's you, you can't look it's at it. It's a phase. Yeah. You cannot look at it as a whole. Yeah. Teletubbies is something you have to look at little portions of it. You have to be like a tiny child yeah. and focus entirely on the sun because if you take that world and try and parse it into a world that makes coherent sense for an adult, your head will explode and you will die. Yeah. <laughs> well, and- I, th- I think uh, as long as we stay, I will watch anything as long as it's not Caillou. Aw. I, that little turd is such a whiner. <laughs> what is Caillou? Uh, what? Caillou. How have Caillou you not gone? Caillou Canadian show. Stephen uh, from Major Spoilers. Yeah, Stephen hates, hates it too. We're, we, Stephen and I are on the same page because Caillou, it teaches a child to be super whiny. He's like, whiny uh, me me oh my really? gosh it sounds awful it's awful but it's alternately whiny and passive which is the worst part about it but caillou is um according to steven and please forgive me uh, the the story of a poor boy with leukemia apparently i'm not sure what the whole thing is all about i don't know what the backstory of the show is but it's it's canadian don't hold that against them mm-hmm. and this this child basically walks through life and gets whatever he wants and That's- not necessarily. I don't hate it necessarily, but I then I've it. never had to sit and watch it for days and days. Oh no, time. no, it's not good. It's it not like good. I can, however, yeah. sing all of the Wiggles songs. Oh, I love the Wiggles. <laughs> Anybody that begs on the Wiggles, they have never watched the Wiggles because those are some talented people. I, so, I, I used to love I lights, know. camera, Wiggles that they would. That they had this years ago. Well, mm-hmm. like nine. And at first of all, it was funny to watch, but it was also a kind of realistic take of what it's like behind the scenes at a tiny little television station. And I found that that portion of it, that actual accuracy, to be fascinating. Mm-hmm. While you see these Wiggles making their show, and then you know they go and have their show, and there's an octopus there for some reason. But. <laughs> That's Henry, the octopus. Yes, it's surprising to me. I, I He's a very special I had friend. A, whoa, I had whoa, whoa, showed whoa. Colette a bunch of kids shows, but at the more and more, I just seems as though I haven't. <laughs> just, I don't <laughs> you know haven't been on Netflix. You need to go into the Netflix area uh, for kids. They're Ooh, all there. If we Netflix gets ISIS and Shazam from 1978, I, my, Netflix, <laughs> I will just build a shrine for Netflix. I love Netflix. <laughs> Such a great... All right. We need to wrap this show up. We've been talking all, enough. Up. So um, just uh, an, a 
thank you to Doghouse Systems for sponsoring this episode. You can use the code NERD at checkout and get a free upgrade for 120 gigabytes solid state drive. Uh, also, thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for letting us uh, host our show live. You can head on over to alphageekradio.com, check out the schedule, check out all the shows. Um, when a show isn't playing live, of course, uh, you can still listen. Um, uh, Todd over there at Alpha Geek plays a lot of uh, the past recordings of shows. Uh, you can also head on over to forum.myextralife.com, uh, talk with some other nerd parents out there in the community. And thanks to Scott Johnson for putting that up in his forum. Uh, you can contact us all on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find Matthew at uh, Mighty, Mighty King, King Cobra. Mighty King Cobra. And yeah. then Eric, you're at Eric Mahler, right? That's right. Or Mr. Mom Daily. Or Mr. Mom Daily, if you want the podcast. Yeah. And if you want to contact us, send us an email. You can send it directly at nerdparents at gmail.com. Or you could head on over to the website at nerdparents.com and find the contact form. Uh, we like, if you want to send in your toddler saying something cute and want to play it on the show, you can send that in. Uh, we, I'm always looking for music suggestions and just questions in general. Or if you have any game recommendations, uh, we'd love to hear from you. What's that, Matthew? The Ramones. The, Ra- <laughs> the Ramones. Not really kid appropriate. It'll, oh, I guess they'll it learn. They'll learn to count. Every song starts with one, two, three, four. <laughs> Child appropriate music. Child appropriate, yes. Um, all right. So I think that does it for a show. Uh, again, the show goes out to Mark. Thanks again for, for being a nerd parent supporter. Uh, and we'll see you in a week. Bye. Bye. Hello fellow nerd parents, it's Dan, and I'm here for another family game night recommendation. Wanted to quickly remind everyone about Gamers for Cure's 4th Annual 24-Hour Board Game Marathon to benefit Turner Syndrome Society of the United States. It's on November 8th at the Gamers Armory at North Carolina, Cary, North Carolina, and go to GamersForCures.com for more information on how you can be a part or help donate to this great event. You can even go to GamersArmory.com to purchase raffle tickets in which you can win brand new games, or you can get some big ticket raffles which include Xbox One, a 40-inch TV, and an iPod Mini. Now sticking with the theme of the month for Halloween... This week, we're going to talk about an older game called Fearsome Floors. Now, this is a lesser-known game, but it's still a ton of fun for the whole family. In the game, you're trying to get as many of your people out of a haunted house. But each round, you're going to move your people, and the others will be moving monsters throughout the house trying to capture your pieces. So you and your opponents are going to be taking turns both moving your own pieces, and on their turns, you're going to be moving the monsters to trying to get your opponent's pieces. Each player has a group of discs with stickers on it, and it has movement points on the front and back. After you move one, you're going to flip it to the other side, which has a different number than the front. So you're going to have to plan ahead, turn a turn, for which peaches you want to move, so you have good movement for the future and planning your route out of the house. It's not only spooky fun, but you teach some planning ahead with your kids, so it's that deceptive learning through gameplay, which is always a great plus in family gaming. Now, Fearsome Floors is for two to seven players, plays in about 60 minutes, and in my opinion, it's suitable for players seven and up. You can get it on Amazon for about $25. I hope you play some games with your family this weekend, and again, have a great and spooky Halloween.
Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.